Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music or at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. Thank you to Sarah M. from CT for her review. It reads, unreal how real. You two are my Monday morning podcast to listen to in the shower. Now that the hubby is working from home, he's invested as well, laughing along and relating to you both in so many ways. I've tried other podcasts, but yours is unreal and how real you two are. Nothing feels forced, and I feel like a part of a phone call with two hilarious girl gals. <laughs> Keep going. We need this. Sarah in. I love it. Thank you, Sarah. That's the greatest um, typo. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, Hilarious. But I like, but I, I am so happy that your husband is invested as well. Yeah. That makes me happy. I wonder if Sarah calls her husband my love. Okay. <laughs> I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's uh, episode of Take It or Leave It, we um, are going to talk time to get internet rich. That's what it said. That's what you sent me. The hell I'm down to get internet you? rich. That's that's exactly what you sent Hold me. On, let me see because now I don't know what I sent. I must have sent you the wrong thing. Hold oh my on. goodness. Well, we have to read it now. It's fate. Well, let's get internet rich. Why not? I want to get internet rich. I sent you the wrong link. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about, you know how you get, you you have like this full panic, which I think a lot of people in our position do about cancel culture. <laughs> yes. Okay. So the first topic that I wanted to discuss is how now people are canceling cartoons. Oh, like yeah. Cartoon characters of the past and kind of go through some of the cartoon characters that people are having a hissy fit about. Yeah. Um, and it's from this website, Dave. I just I don't know why this link okay. popped up. But right. we'll, so we'll cancel find culture. It. And then what? cancel culture. Um, this one really got underneath. Put a bee in my bonnet. Um, a pr- oh, no, no. Don't yeah, say that. It did. Um, this sexist, misogynistic preacher had this sermon go viral when he explained that every man's dream is to be married to a trophy wife, and if you don't fulfill it, you're at fault, and he should be able to leave you and cheat on you at his will. And I have, My thoughts on this might surprise you. Okay. And then I thought we could chat about why our children um, seem to not have any common sense. <laughs> and what common Retweet. sense actually is. Because I thought that was kind of interesting. So I thought we could talk about cancel culture and cartoons. Um, a preacher who believes everyone should look like a supermodel and uh, common sense. Will you excuse me for one moment, everyone? Never mind. I was going to yell at my husband live on the podcast, but... Feel free. I'll, I'll just... Honey, can you please shut these doors when you come down here and stop yelling at people? Okay. So oh, that was business. He got a honey that time. No, honey is love. Business is babe. Oh, babe is business. Oh, gosh, get with it. Um, So today we have April opening things up for us. Be sure to call us at 315-834-2696 and leave us a message so you can open the show for us. Hi, my name is April. I love watching you guys. You bring tears to my eyes and you're real. I have two children 
that are human, but I also have fur babies that are considered my humans also, three dogs, and now at the moment six cats. We just had to put one to sleep due to kidney failure. Um, you guys lift me up every morning. I love you. You have no clue. Even at night, I'll be up in the middle of the night watching you guys. And I can't thank you guys enough for being who you are instead of sugarcoating it like some of the people do with their fancy dishes, but underneath it's burnt. Amen. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you, April. I like I'm that. So- your fancy dishes where your food underneath is burnt. <laughs> I was confused at first. I thought she meant like kitchenware, like fancy actual like serving dishes. I think, you know what I'm about? I, think she, I think it's metaphorical, but it could be literal as well. You know, it, Melissa Turner is she related to April Turner? Either way, thank you, April. I'm sorry about your kitty cat, um, but I'm glad you have a hundred other ones to give you snuggles in the meantime. Thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate you so much. Yeah, I, I I completely agree, and I nobody likes to lose a fur baby. They are part of the family, so um, we're thinking about you. Do you have a mom fail for this week? Um, <laughs> me and Meredith, did I mention me and Meredith both have a sinus infection <laughs> and we're both sick? And so I don't know. I've been kind of out of it since I got sick last week. I literally didn't move from my bed on Saturday. I got up because I thought I was feeling better on Sunday and cleaned the house, relapsed on Monday, mm. did, did nothing on Monday, did nothing the first part of Tuesday, and then finally went to the doctors because I realized like... I can't get over this. I need something. So they gave me a... Zycam? No, they gave me antibiotics because everything was just stuck and my sinuses were all clogged. And so things are moving now. Mm -hmm. And I still don't feel great, but I definitely feel better than I did. But like usually I power through, or as I say, I mom up because I think man Mm -hmm. is stupid. Um, but, um, I, I couldn't, like I was knocked out. And then of course I go in there and she's like, well, I'm going to COVID test you anyway. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have COVID. My kid has the same thing and you tested her. So right. maybe don't test me. Cause I don't want you <laughs> that stuck up my nose while I feel like this. She's like, well, but yeah, I'm going to do it anyway. And I was like, okay. Cool. So, Good then, talk. Then they call you 20 minutes later and she's like, yeah, you don't have COVID. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Um, so well, at least now, you know, anyway, I don't know. I mean, I feel like in terms of mom fails, there's just been a lot of arguing in our house lately about last minuteness and my that's, frustration with it. Yeah, that's never going to change. No, but from the kids like. No, I know. Yeah. Like I have a project due in five minutes and it's now an emergency and you have to fix it. Wednesday night, yesterday it was, um, I need a protractor for math on Friday or I fail. Oh my gosh. Protractor, dude. I forgot all about those. And I was like, um, (laughs) I don't know if I can Amazon prime that that quickly. (laughs) That was my response because I was like, I'm not going to the store. Yeah, Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to change my clothes or put on real clothes to go to a store to do this. So (sighs) If Amazon can't get it here, um, and of course they could. So it should be arriving today. So I ordered it last night at 830. I love it. And it should be here today. Literally, though, like what is a protractor? Like why? 
I feel like the only people who are going to use it in life are maybe like general contractors, but otherwise, do you know, I saw a meme and it was like, um, Hey teacher, how do I do my taxes? And the teacher's like, shut the F up in line dance. Yeah. Then yeah. square dance. And yeah. it's like, so true. Like, yeah. All the stuff we should be being taught. But do you know when, and this obviously once again, insert old person joke, Tiffany, but when I was a senior in high school, we had, first of all, FCAT didn't exist. We had a test called the HSCT, which is high school competency. They just wanted to make sure that you were, we, when we give you your diploma, you were competent enough to have said you got through high school. And those were just your basic math, basic English, like your basic, basic questions, right? And then there was a class that we had to take that actually showed us how to balance your checkbook, you know, writing check. Because now I know a lot of people don't write. I wrote a check this morning. That's how old I am. I still write checks. I sent my kid into school with a check for his lunch account, and which was last minute. He was walking out the door. I don't have any lunch money. You can um, do it online, set yeah. up automatic payments. Right. But I just was like, you know what? I'm going to make this difficult. Here's a check. So Word. we did have a class my senior year that was writing checks, balancing your checkbook, um, like business type resume stuff, like writing a resume. And I just, I, I don't think they just don't do that anymore. And yeah. I don't know why, because they just want us to struggle. I, why? Well, I think the technical school mentality, this tech industry mentality doesn't exist anymore. And I think that it should, because once again, I've said it time, I've said it plenty of times in the 112 episodes we've had on this podcast, college isn't for everyone. And if we don't prepare our kids through high school, the kids who don't go on to college are, are, are going to miss information that they need for daily, you know, daily life skills stuff. And lots of kids shouldn't go to college. They should go to tech schools or trade schools or whatever. And I think that it's completely unfair the way they track kids these days and they end up with a bunch of student loan debt and it's a big disaster and nobody needs that in their life. Right. I hear you. You know? Yes. So, yeah, I don't even know what you use a protractor for. Me neither. I think there's a pencil and a swirly line around it, maybe. Um, it's, it's, for, like it's for a, measuring you, angles. I know it's for measuring angles, but in my daily life, Tiffany was saying in her daily life, what the hell Wait, is she what using I a protractor of? for? What's the metal contraption that has a, a pencil in it a that you swirl? Oh yeah, that's a compass. That's for drawing circles. Well, I thought it was compass, but then I thought that was the thing you run through the woods with to find well, out. That's also a compass. Where the buried treasure is. Yep. <sighs> same, same. <sighs> I don't, well, either way, I don't use compasses either. I mean, I guess a protractor makes more, could be used in more situations than a compass, but like, why did we spend so much time compassing? We're drawing circles. For why, though? Crop circles. You know, get okay. a, I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, I did, I used to do some drafting, so I've used all of those things. Drafting? Drawing houses. Oh, architect. So, I mean, it, it's, and you use them. I, I use them for stuff now. No, you don't. When I do little projects, you should see. I, no, I, he does. It's disgusting. The way, he, the amount of times he will check to see if something is level. No, don't say it's disgusting because I would literally kill for that. It drives me nuts. I would love a handy, Drew to be handy like that. So Matthias, I, I picked him up from school the other day and I was like, how was your day? He goes, it, it was good. We did this project. He goes, but you know what I realized today? 
I was like, what? He goes, I think I'm just like you. I was like, why? He goes, we had this project and I had to get a ruler and I had to measure it and I had to make sure it was symmetrical and everyone else was done and I was just getting started because I had to make sure. And I was like, that's right. But yours was the best one. Like obsessive. Yeah. It's not obsessive. It's just doing it it right. It's okay. You're very, he's very handy and he's very good at these projects. It's just, sometimes I'm like, just put the nail, just nail it. Just put the nail in. Like I just can't anymore with, is this symmetrical? Drives me. No, I think it's interesting how different people thrive at different things. Drew's amazing at a lot of things. So when it comes to hanging stuff, I'm like, do you not see that it's completely crooked? Like get up there and fix it. So that right there, right? So the way I explained it to her, and I'm not sure if we talked about it here before, but we walked through a house that had been renovated and they did it all themselves. And there was, and, and it looked, if you just looked quickly, it looked really nice. But when you looked at stuff, things were crooked, things, all sorts mm-hmm. of things all over the place. I can't do that. I, I, can't, right. I couldn't live there. I would have a stroke if I lived in the house. But mm-hmm. I tell her all the time, you're, you don't notice if I take my time, you don't notice something. But when it's not done right, you will notice it all the time when it's crooked. And then you'll be annoyed. Dang. I'm not That's doing real. it. That's real. That was deep. All right, let's get to the topics. Somebody in the somebody somebody in the comments just said that my hair today looks like Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, that might have been the best comment that I've ever that I've ever seen. I know she and she was being so nice. I know Meredith doesn't feel good today, but with her headphones on and the way her hair is, she just kind of looks like Joe Dirt. And I I appreciate that very much. Thank you. That made me laugh and smile and think of the movie Joe Dirt, which I love. And David Spade. So those were all good memories. So thank you. Thank you for breaking down every emotion you went through after reading that. It was great. It was, it really made my, it made my day. It doesn't take much guys. Nope. Okay. What is the first thing? Talk to me. I got to get my, I got to get my phone up so we can, so I can read through these as we go. All right. So cancel culture. I don't know how, how long this has really been going on. Like is intense as it is right now but for a while like for a hot minute people the internet twitter every social media platform has had its hand in canceling or attempting to cancel something with our culture okay and i was reading an article the other day i think it was washington post i don't remember um maybe it was the new york times and they were talking about how we need to cancel pepe le pew Mm. And they say, you know, Pepe Le Pew, if you don't know who Pepe Le Pew is, he is the sc- the, the cartoon skunk who um, aggressively loved women. And he was <laughs> always chasing female skunks, female cats. I think he would chase any anything if he could. That was Pepe Le Pew, right? And he was right. always like kissing their hands and kissing their necks and like all up on their, all up in their business. And this guy... um it was in the New York Times. Charles Blow discusses the cultural crit- cultural critique of how the Looney Tunes character Pepe Le Pew perpetuated a rape culture with highly aggressive tactics and how it was teaching boys that no doesn't actually mean no. And you just keep going and you keep going and you keep going. And I sat for a minute and I thought back about Pepe Le Pew and I tried to get into my six, seven, eight, nine year old self and think, 
When mm-hmm. I watched that show, did I ever think about it in a context of a boy doing that to a girl? And I can, I can honestly say I didn't think of it that way. I thought about a skunk and another skunk or a skunk and a cat. And I giggled and laughed and I just thought about Pepe Le Pew and his accent and that I thought it was a funny character. That was it. Right. Um, now, when I'm reading what this journalist wrote, do I see validity in certain points? Sure. But what I'm looking at is it's a cartoon. I yeah. was not in that mind frame or thinking about it in that, with that perspective. And sometimes I just think to myself, and it actually goes into our topic we're going to talk about later, but isn't it just common sense that this is a cartoon? It's right. a cartoon. Like, why are we putting this amount of emphasis on a cartoon? Am I wrong for thinking that it should just be a cartoon? Is it supposed to have more meaning? Like, is this supposed to be something that's, that, that is looked at on that light? Because to me, this is a cartoon. So other cartoons that have recently come under fire after this article went out that people are like, well, if we're going to cancel Pepe Le Pew, let's cancel. Right. Homer Simpson strangled his own son in almost every episode. <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny. but It is just- funny because <laughs> The Simpsons is hilarious and everybody knows Homer Simpson is going to strangle Bart in every episode. Right. And Bart deserved it because he was doing everything. I wasn't allowed wrong. to watch that show. You weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons? No. Oh my gosh. I think I've, I've seen probably every episode up until, I don't know, I was probably, you know, in my, in my middle high school years. Like we used to watch it all the time. Wow. It's still running, correct? I believe The Simpsons is still running. I, yeah. I think, I think it is. Okay, but people are like, wait a minute. Are we going to cancel Homer Simpson? Because he'd be, he be strangling Bart every episode. Yeah. How about we cancel, they said, Jimmy Neutron? Because he led an alien invasion and created weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> right? My kids watch Jimmy Neutron. Right. How about we cancel Patrick Starr? Because he has at least killed one person on his fishing license. It shows him <laughs> with a fish. And these are characters. These are supposed to be people, right? Right. Like he's a starfish. Right. This is a fish. He's dead on a hook. He's, right. Clearly he's a murderer. Right. Are we canceling him? Babar, the elephant, down with the monarchy, they say. <laughs> I don't get it. He's an elephant king. I, I feel like I remember that from when I was little. Babar was the king, an elephant, and he was the king of the jungle. And now we're saying down with the monarchy, right? Like we're taking down the monarchy. Let's get right. rid of Babar too. Um, Angelica was basically a Karen before Karen was a thing. Cancel right. her. Can't take it. Right. right. But like I watched Rugrats religiously. Did you watch Rugrats or is that? I too? did. Okay. I sure did. What did you think? What of- about Ren and Stimpy? Oh gosh. Beavis could- and Butthead. Yeah, we could get Beavis and Butthead. Lord, we could cancel them for so many reasons. Pinky and the Brain. Pinky and the Brain. That was my sister's show. She watched that. But like, I feel like, I don't know, people cherry pick. Um, what they want to cancel. Let's cancel you- Jerry from Tom and Jerry because that mouse was a real a-hole, they said. Um, he I mean- was a thief. He tortured the cat, false accusations, sabotage, blackmail, <laughs> false imprisonment, attempted mm-hmm. murder, vandalism, incrimination, fraud, and terrorism. 
are all things Jerry the Mouse did. Yeah. Elmer Fudd. I said, you know, all of this, but we're going to let John Dillerman (laughs) sling it around. Big dangling John (laughs) Dillerman. He's going to sling it. Somebody said... Somebody said, um, we should cancel Phineas and Ferb. I mean, that kid's head looked like a Dorito chip. Just <laughs> I love, by the way, I love Phineas and Ferb. That was one of my favorite cartoons that my kids watched. Um, I never saw it. Oh my gosh, what a great cartoon. And I loved um, Agent P, which was their platypus, who was a secret agent. They had a pet platypus and he was a secret agent. And it was amazing. And I loved everything about it. Sounds like you're tripping on LSD. No, it was a great cartoon. Um, And then it goes into a big conversation about Dr. Seuss and how recently Dr. Seuss, um, their foundation has decided to not republish a certain set of a certain certain titles in his series because there were stereotypical characters in it that they believe don't represent who they are. How, how could there, how I missed this whole, I mean, I've heard of it, but I don't know the details, but I'm one, aren't they like, who's those snits at what's it's like, they're not real things. Um, I'll pull it up. They're not even like real characters or people or humans or I feel like the majority of people don't give a ding about this stuff, but the media likes to make news of it just so that people argue in the comments and they get engagement. Um, some of the characters were seemed seemed to be written and and drawn in stereotypical manners that would lead them to be part of a certain political group um, or represent an ideology that held violence or other st- or other um, echoing. What are the examples? Um, for for the Dr. Seuss ones? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think one of them they're saying is uh Chinese people use sticks or something like that. Chinese people use sticks? I'm looking. Yeah. Pull they they're pulling six books. Well, my They are one... And to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, if I ran the zoo, McElligot's pool, on beyond zebra, scrambled eggs super and the cat's quizzer. And then the, that the books portray people in ways that are hurtful and wrong, is what is, okay. is their statement. But and uh, some people on our in our audience here were talking about one of the examples was that Chinese people use sticks to eat. But you know, my my thing is how how if you're talking about the Chinese culture, how do you first of all Draw is that, that offensive? That's my question. How do you draw someone that's that's Chinese without drawing them like they are Chinese? And then if you're talking about the fact that they don't use utensils like we do here, how do you identify chopsticks without calling well, I guess you call them chopsticks instead of just sticks? I mean, I don't know. I can't ever say what someone else finds offensive. That's not up to me. Right. Um but I I feel like I don't know. I, I have lots of feelings. I, I'm not a member or I'm not part of the Chinese culture, so I don't know if it's offensive or not. But I feel sad that um, so many things are now being canceled. And I feel like overnight this has become a world where suddenly things aren't acceptable anymore. And it makes me feel like I have to tiptoe constantly and apologize in advance constantly. Like I was on a live last night and I said something and then I started overthinking it 
like maybe it could have been misinterpreted as something offensive. And I, I truly do feel like the majority of people don't care and don't want it to be like this. Mm. But the news outlets and these magazines and everything, they know that it's controversial and that people are going to talk about it and argue their side in the comment section. So they post them because the more comments that they get, the more their post is seen, the more it's seen, the more popular they get, the more engagement they get, the more money they get. You know what I mean? And I, I part of me feels like people are perpetuating this in order for financial gain. For, you know, to stir the pot and cause that controversy in the first place. Because now, causing that controversy gets website clicks. Right. So the, um, the Dr. Seuss estate said that they had made the evaluations that some of the works that he wrote in the 40s and 50s reflect outdated cultural attitudes and some racist ideas that they would not ha- like to have in their library anymore. It was and their decision. It was the it was Dr. Seuss's Aww. estate's decision. Now, I can respect that and yeah. say, "Hey, you know, th- clearly the cultural attitudes of the 40s and 50s do not reflect that of 2021, and yeah. I understand that." And these were also not, none of these were his, on the most popular list of Dr. Seuss's books by any sort. Never heard of them. Um, I have the entire set, the entire series of Dr. Seuss books. So we have these in the house, but I can tell you that they're not the ones that the kids were pulling for me to read. It was the green eggs and ham and the, you know. um, One fish, two fish. Right. So what I can say is I respect the decision of the estate and I understand where they're coming from. And, and the, once again, the cultural attitudes of the forties and fifties are not that that represent 2021. But sometimes I'm like, geez, Louise, like what else are we going to cancel today and say is, is poo poo or crap? You know, it's like, I, you know, I, I understand that's that there's, what is the meme that's been going around? Like you make a statement on social media that says, I love apples. And then somebody is like, huh, well, what? you didn't say anything about pears. Pears are wonderful and pears are so great. And obviously you don't like pears and da, 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 da. And you only love apples. And it's like, okay. I wanted to make a video about that. We've talked about it time and time again, but the issue is how do we make that video at all? Because it's just becomes this, pots it becomes a pot stirring issue on the other side but it's like everybody calm the f down yeah calm down and a couple of people had really great points um like the music and i don't mean to sound like a crotchety old grandma but it like the music today macaroni in a pot like macaroni in a pot yeah the number one song in the world was wop and it, that's an acronym for something. And uh, do you know, why do you look puzzled? I have no idea what macaroni in a pot means. Okay. <laughs> if what? you think about the sound that stirring macaroni in a pot makes. Okay. If you stir like macaroni and cheese. Okay. It makes and a sound that's delicious? similar to. Uh, sure. WAP. So anyway. Um, and, and the acronym. Yeah. You know what the acronym for WAP is. Yes. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's gross. Anyway, <laughs> it, it's crazy to me how like all this stuff that could potentially be misconstrued as inappropriate, like you've got a skunk running around and, you know, but then somebody's literally like 
I can't say it. I can't even say it. I don't know. I Like I said, I think people cherry pick. I think people pick certain things that should be canceled while leaving other glaring, scary stuff not being talked about, like child trafficking, um, just regular people trafficking in general. Um, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I get where you're going with that. It's it's you know it's what's convenient for the individual, and and people probably won't like what I'm about to say, but it, it's what's convenient at the time for people. Whatever yeah. comes across them that they feel like having an issue with, they have an issue. You know, you go on on Instagram, and there's a whole feed of half naked pictures, and but yet in the description, it's oh, some Bible verses and quotes about how <laughs> I love Jesus. Right. But I'm naked. Just sharing. It's like, come on, you know, either. Yeah. Like a a naked, a beautiful naked model. And she's like, as naked as the day Jesus brought me into this world. It's It's like, like, no, you're just naked to get likes on here. Like that's literally it. So get over yourself and just stop. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) It's, it's just ridiculous. I mean, you, you, you can put that song out, right. That, that, she has and there's nothing wrong with having that song out you know what it's not on my playlist because i don't want it to be there i'm not right. gonna i'm not gonna go start a, a protest about getting rid of the song because i think it needs to be gotten rid of i'm gonna make sure that my kids don't have access to it and i'm yeah. not gonna have it on my i've never playlist. heard it end of story i've heard um, it can i it's, read you the lyrics it's really not a great song I've, n- I've never heard it. I know what it is because it was everywhere. Well, okay. And I know what the song title is, but I've never heard so, it and I don't know those You know words. what's interesting? It, it ended up on TikTok and every mom blogger influencer around started making these videos of it. And and these are the same, pe- and I'm, I'm assuming here, these are the same people that are talking about canceling this, that, and the other, but they didn't have a problem making their, their, their Cardi B video on TikTok. Anyway. I just know I told Sophia that if I ever saw her do a, the WAP dance, that I would um, break her legs. Okay, that's that's a lot. <laughs> well, I just was like, no, we're not doing that. But I don't care if you do it, right? Like, that's the whole thing is like, I don't want to do it and my kid I isn't going to do it. But I don't care if you do it. I like the song. I think it's got a catchy beat. Never heard it. Don't know the beat. Don't know the lyrics. I was going to read them, but then I realized that we would have to put this whole episode as The entire as explicit. episode would, would get locked in a box. Yeah. It's, they're so bad. Swipe your nose like a credit card. I'll do a Kegel while it's inside. Oh. Anyway, that's what's up. That doesn't Welcome sound like to a 2021. Bad <laughs> where some things are offensive and some things aren't. You just got to find out the hard way. Yeah. Um, but that also, so the, the Holderness family, whom I adore... I think they're hilarious. I've had the pleasure of meeting them in person a few times, and I can just tell you that they are delightful people. Um, We should have them on the podcast. Let's put a pin in that. Um, They did a skit that I saw the other day that was uh, Kim as the mom in 2021 talking about how trashy the music is, and then Kim in the 1990s. And she's like, remember this song? And she's, you know, like you know saying lyrics from like um my anaconda don't want none unless you got buns hun and then the mom and then in 2021 she's like what he had a pet snake and it's like nope you know it's it's true like yes there were some dirty raunchy ride my pony i don't think the man owned a horse 
Okay. <laughs> I don't think he's. I think he was the horse. I think he was the horse. <laughs> right. I think, you know, and, and, you know, g- genuine. I was in seventh grade, dude. Okay. Like, but ride it, my <laughs> pony. Yeah. Why did our parents let us listen to that? Here we go. My neck, my back. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. listen, I mean, the lyrics, it's, they weren't any better. They were not any better. That's and true. We sat and we listened to these things. And whether your parents knew you, candy shop, lick it like a lollipop. She was not selling no candy. Well, Dude. you remember in the in the 90s, right? Gangster rap was going to be the end of civilization. Right, the, the the world was going to crumble because of the rise of gangster rap in the eighties and nineties. I just, I find it. I, I think we go. I think if we could go back to agree to disagree on a lot of things, we'd be okay. Because, like, I don't know. I have no interest in listening to uh, WAP. If I, if you tell me WAP, it's actually an, it's it's um white Ang- uh, Anglo Saxon Protestant is what I think of when I hear the word WAP, which is what? <laughs> that's what a WAP is. It's a white Anglo. It was a derogatory. Term. It's a derogative term for a white Anglo Saxon Protestant. That's I don't know me. what you're saying. Right, I understand that, but I'm telling you that there's a generational divide. That that's what I think of when I hear that, and that's what people are talking about, and what it is today is a Cardi B song for wet da 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 da. And I don't, I have no use for that song in my brain or sphere, and I don't care for it. If Especially because you... mine's got dust. Wasp. <laughs> Wasp. Yeah, sorry. Mine's a dap, a dry. Oh, it's, oh, it's got bats flying out. Okay, cobwebs. moving on now. So, but it's I like just... starting a fire. Oh, yeah. I, that I understand. It's the antidepressants. Anyway, what's the next topic? But yeah, so I think if we could, I think if we could ever come back to a place where we could agree to disagree, we won't. But it's a beautiful thought. We won't. Okay. All right. Moving on. So I was sent a video of Uh, this preacher, and it was a twenty-two minute long sermon by Pastor Clark, where he gave female parishioners a lesson on how to keep their man from straying. And I watched it. Somebody sent it to me and they said, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, it's no longer available on the church's website. So we'll, we'll throw that out there. It was on the church's website. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, how long is it? Can we listen to it right now or is we, it long? We it's twenty two minutes, so oh, yeah. Dave could pull parts or whatever. But we should have probably done thought about that ahead of time. Um, You're fired. Um, <laughs> Pastor Clark says, "I want you to know a need that a man has that he won't ever tell you about. But since I'm a preacher, I'm going to say it like it is: Your man needs an attractive wife. Don't give him a reason to be looking around. Hello, take a look at yourself." Men have zero self-control, so we need you to look and act a certain way to keep us entertained. Why is it that so many times a a woman, (laughs) after they get married, they just let themselves go? He concedes that women don't have to be the epic trophy wipe of all time, like former First Lady Melania Trump, but they should at least strive for a a participation trophy. (laughs) (laughs) 
He goes, you don't need to look like Melania Trump, but you surely don't need to look like a butcher But wait a minute. Either. Wait, 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 wait. Stop right there. Isn't it documented that, that, that she's been cheated on? Who? Melania Trump. Oh, with, by Donald? Yes. Um, here's something you need to know. You need uh, sweatpants don't cut it at all. Wearing flip-flops and pajamas to Walmart ain't going to work. <laughs> there is nothing attractive about that. Men want their wives to look good at home and in public. Can I get an amen? Amen. And there is crickets. (laughs) I literally listened and you hear the men and I never heard a woman. I never heard a woman be like, yes, Pastor Clark. Um, You can't call it. um, You can call it juvenile. You can call it immature and you can call it sexist, he said. But here's another secret you need to know, ladies. This is the way God made us. This is the way we are. Men are going to look. He made us to look. He wants us to look. And we, you should want us to look at you. You should want us. And he said one way that you can do that is to control your weight. If you are overweight, you need to lose that weight. You need to go on Weight Watchers. You need to be no, better. He didn't say that. He sure did. He went so far as to drag his wife into the conversation because he said she was robust after each of her pregnancies. He informed the audience that his wife's favorite expression is food never tastes as good as skinny feels. So she needed to go on a diet. Now, now, mind you, Pastor Clark is probably a good 50 to 75 pounds overweight. Of course he is. And, and really... Really low on the attractive scale. Wait, wait, wait. Is this the guy with the belly? Yeah. The glasses? Yes. yes. And he's holding <gasps> the Bible on his tummy. What? He's holding the Bible literally okay, on his, his okay. tummy. Okay, okay. I got him yeah. mixed up with another pastor yeah, who recently was in the news who was actually like, all right, looking. Oh, that makes it so much funnier. Listen. <laughs> Can I go? All right. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to give you, since you hadn't seen it, I wanted to give you lines from the sermon. There you go. So much. Um, So my father, when I was going to get married to Drew, he said to me, like, I thought he was going to give me like a deep piece of meaningful marriage advice. And he said, whatever you do, don't let yourself go. And I was like offended. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like don't be walking through the hallways in sweatpants. And I was like, dad, what are you, first of all, you had six kids with four different women. I don't feel like you should be giving me marriage advice, but anyway, it really stuck with me and it made sense to me because here's what's up. As somebody who wears pajamas to Walmart and loves looking homely, Mm. I can completely understand the idea of you have to like put an effort in in order for your husband to be attracted to you. It's like love is love and you love somebody no matter what, of course, but you can't fault somebody for not being as attracted to you as they were in the beginning when suddenly you do quote unquote, let yourself go. Like I, I completely understand that and I get that. And I, so I feel like it's very important for us to make an effort from time to time to make ourselves look preventable, I mean, presentable and preventable. brush our hair <laughs> and like shower, you know, I like I understand completely. And I understand what maybe this guy was trying to say, like, however, mm. he went a little too far, like the 
way too far. And the way he said it was effed up. Yeah. I mean, clearly he has a distorted view on on what the Bible, I believe, is trying to tell us in terms of marriage and our relationships. Um, yeah, I definitely am not well put together most days. Um, yeah. I, I'm not. Uh, but... Same. I do I do know that I do want my husband to find me attractive. That is, I, I want him to want me. Right. We've talked about it on the podcast before where if I'm walking past him and he doesn't grab a little bit of ass, it's like, I'm sorry, what? Really? Like, did you not? I want you to touch it. Doesn't mean I want to do anything past the touch. I just want you to recognize that I walked past and you touched my bottom. That's where we're at. Right. Right? Like, even if I'm in the in my pjam pants or whatever like grab a little bit of ass on your way just so i know that you know that i know that it's all good right so there are i definitely try which has been really hard during the pandemic that when we go out to make that effort to i will try and make an effort to be like okay i'm gonna get dressed i'm gonna do my makeup i'm gonna do my hair there haven't been many opportunities this past year to do that because there haven't been gatherings or going out or whatever Um, but I do, I do want him to find me attractive. I think, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, I don't think that that's sexism or whatever. I I think that we all want to be seen as attractive and loved and sexy and wanted. And that's a normal feeling and it's healthy in a relationship. But I don't think preaching a sermon about how his wife got robust after each pregnancy and she had to go on Weight Watchers because I wasn't having none of that because I don't want to look at that. I don't think there's anything healthy in that. Unbelievable. And the way that he said that, like, it's a given that men will cheat. If you like, I I disagree with that. Yeah. I completely disagree. And I think that before it even gets, oh, God, I keep biting my tongue so bad. Sorry. It's been days now. It's just so swollen. Oh, my God. Um, I think that... You know, um, my husband got super duper hot, um, which is not very cool to me. But, you know, going to the gym twice a day, eating healthy, and I wasn't there mentally, still not. Um, But I'm not stupid enough to think that he's going to be attracted to me no matter what I look like, no matter how I smell. Like, I'm not dumb. And I know that I have to remind him every now and then of why like a personality is amazing. And in the end, we're all going to be wrinkly sacks of skin, be bopping around the retirement home. But it is very important to me that he finds me attractive from time to time. And so I I do, I make an effort because I'm not so dumb as to think that love is enough all the time. Love is blind. Love is not blind. Right. Yeah. And I, I've been in situations where my significant other has let themselves go and I love him to death and I take a bullet for him and would never cheat on him. But I'm also in my head like, dang, things have changed. And, you know, you're not the Matthew McConaughey that you were when we first got together in my head. But it doesn't mean I'm going to go cheat on him. It just means that I'm, you know, the attraction has shifted. Yeah, Yeah. 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 And it, but that doesn't mean it's his job to look good for me. I want him to feel good. Uh-huh. And chances are, if you're not happy with yourself, then it's going to reflect in your relationship. I'm speaking from experience. I'm constantly talking down about myself. I'm so fat. I'm so ugly. I don't know how you could possibly like me. I have a head of a horse. I don't, you know, and like, 
how could I expect someone to get up on that when I'm like cringing and shying away whenever they try? And so when I make an effort and I feel good about myself, I feel like things kind of thrive in my relationship. Yeah. But it goes both ways. Yep. I agree with that. Um, there have definitely been times in our marriage over the last, well, it'll be 18 years this year that, um, we've both had weight gains, shifts, uh-huh. feelings of insecurity, um, depression, and where we've both looked, you know, a, a looked like we didn't look like we did when we got married. Like, right. you know, and that's because you change. You're different people. Things happen. Life happens. Um, it's inevitable. It's part, it's the process of aging and growing. Um, you know, but I can, I, I don't know. It, I, I don't know what's inside of Dave's head, but I can tell you that he, I'm gr- blessed and grateful because he has never made me feel oh look at you girl that was our first date there you go <laughs> look at how things have de-escalated well but but i i i probably feel this is is true for you as it is for me dave has never made me feel yeah unwanted never oh look at that cleavage this is what i used to send him nice now look at me i'm a... <laughs> anyway sorry go ahead it's his fault. He put babies in me and destroyed me. So it's right. But, the, and, and attraction, somebody in the comments just said attraction isn't only physical either. And it, no, it's not. It, you need all of the things all to put of the puzzle together. So yes. Yeah, I agree. But this pastor is an idiot, a dumb idiot and yeah. nobody should ever listen to him. Well, he's an, he's clearly stuck his foot in his mouth and I feel like maybe he was trying to help maybe. But like mm. completely missed the mark. No, he he missed the mark on that. And I don't, I mean, no. I, I don't, don't think I've ever called anybody an idiot, but I feel like that was really idiotic. Idiotic. Yeah. Yeah. To say the least. Um, so yeah. So moving on. <sighs> Our kids and common sense. I, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't know if we should it. each week, if we should have a, uh, uh, I know we don't really do segments anymore and we're kind of just doing topics and it's more flowy or whatever, but I feel like every week we should have an instance where we say back in my day, <laughs> I think we're at that point where we need to have some discussion of back in my day, because when it comes to common sense, I feel like if I did the stuff that my kids do back in my day. My dad would have whooped my ass. Like the stupidest stuff that it's like where this is just common sense, people. This is just common sense. So I thought maybe we could have a little bit of a a conversation about common sense. Now, our kids are indifferent. Um, Our upbringings were different. Your upbringings were different. The kids of our ages right now are different. Um, But common sense is real. So sometimes when I'll ask my kids, I'll be like, um, hey, do you know how to do X, Y, and Z? And they're like, oh, yeah, I went to WikiHow, Wikipedia, uh, WikiHow. Oh, I looked yeah. it up on WikiHow, which I guess is a thing yes, that kids do now. They look everything up on WikiHow. So I went directly to WikiHow and said, how do I learn common sense? And WikiHow comes up with a 10 ways to learn how to think post. <laughs> so I thought maybe we could kind of go through this and just decide I, like – is this going to make our kids learn some common sense? Okay. All right. Number one. Now, the guy, the cartoon is the guy and he's doing this. He's looking, mm-hmm. all, gazing. Cartoons are the best. Yeah. It says, understand that there are different types of thinkers, which I totally agree with. You have conceptual thinkers, 
you have intuitive thinkers, you have people who um, basically, it's like they conceptualize it. It's like a chess game. They think about all the moves. They think about what's going to happen next, right? And then you have Uh people who um, operate on gut instincts. So it's instinctual. It's like, oh, okay, Um, this bear is looking at me kind of funny. I'm a run. Okay. <laughs> that might be some bullshit. <laughs> this saying. bear's looking at me kind of funny. You're in the woods. Bear pops out. No picnic basket, right? Okay. Just a bear. Murderous. Yeah. Common sense would tell you, you need to get out of that situation. Right? Okay. No. Yeah. You play dead. Okay. In- intuitive, instinctual, right? Number two. There are five different types of learning styles. Synthesis tends to enjoy conflict. They like to play devil's advocate. Oh, maybe that's you. You love devil's advocate. Idealist. They want to picture the world um, the way that it should be. Pragmatists. Pragmaticists. It's pragmatic thinking. Means whatever works. Whatever's going to get the job done, let's do that. Let's just whatever is going to work. Analysts, breaking down every problem into specific components into tons of detail. That's Dave. Realists are people that are no nonsense. A good grasp on the problem, tools to solve it, but there's just, it's A to point A to point B. Okay. Okay. I definitely, just by looking at this, believe that I'm not teaching my children any of these skills because Dave and I are probably, he's an analyst and I'm probably a pragmatic thinker. Just whatever. Whatever is going to get the job done. I don't even care. I don't want to deal with it. Mm, you don't think so? I, I don't think so. I think you definitely want more of a hand in it. So you All think the hands. I'm the realist? No nonsense? A to B? Yes. Bold is there the one horse? that's like control freak? Okay. Moving on. I, Um, divergent thinking rather than convergent thinking. These are too many. I'm lost. Are are you naming all different kinds of thinking? Because you named eight eight so far. Well, apparently people think in different ways, Tiffany. Okay. So what is this telling you? Is this just telling you like pick which one you are and then it tells you how you learn best? I think what it's telling you is that because common sense depends on so many other things, I think it's a, I think it's. A thousand-piece puzzle. Um, I think it's a thousand-piece puzzle. Okay. I think you need to learn how to think in different manners in order to grasp critical thinking and then having common sense. And sometimes I wonder if our kids just aren't being taught the things that they need to come up with that. You know, like there's book smarts, there's street smarts, right? Yeah. And I think our kids, at least my kids, don't have any street smarts. Send them to my house. Mm, I got all the street smarts. I'm a street smart person. Yeah, you are. I'm not even close to a book smart person. I think it's hard to find people who are a good mix of both. Um, I I always used to say I don't have common sense all the time because I really don't think I do. I think that there's things that are so plainly obvious, but I can't see them. I'm like blinded to them. I see all around them, but I don't see the answers. And I've known that. I remember as a kid saying, I don't have common sense. And my mom would always say, don't say that. Yes, you do. And I'm like, I'm not trying to say it like it's a bad thing. It's just a fact. Like, But also, like, I I don't fault my kids, really, because I was an idiot when I was little. 
like I would do dumb things even though I knew I wasn't supposed to do them. It was like an uncontrollable thing. My, Go ahead. Right, but I think that you're supposed to do some stupid things so that you learn not to. I think the people who lack common sense are the ones that continue to do it over and over again. That's what I'm saying. That was me. So if you touched a hot burner on a stove, you'd do it again? No, but I would take my stepdad's Mach 3 razor out of his bathroom and he would yell at me every single time and say, I'm in the shower and I go to shave and my razor's not there. And then I have to get out of the shower and go across the house to get it. Stop taking my razor. Yeah. But when it was time to take a shower again, I took the razor because I wanted it. And once again, I forgot to put it back or I chose not to or whatever, but I did, I would make the same mistakes over and over again, even though I knew they were wrong. He would tell me, don't take my socks out of my drawer, but I wanted those socks because he folded them up nicely and matched them and they were easy to grab. And I just kept doing it, even though I knew it was wrong. So when my kids do dumb stuff, I'm like, I can't even like fault them because I was the same exact way. Mm. I don't know why I was like that, but also like it sounds like your upbringing and my upbringing were very different. It sounds like you would get a boot in the ass and I wouldn't. Oh yeah. No. There was there were deterrents. <laughs> I was not going to yeah, take Yeah. I didn't razor. really have those. Um I was not going to take the razor again. Um for out of fear, which is not necessarily the best parenting tool, but mm. um I mean, you know, that's why I think Dave and I We definitely parent very differently and we have different philosophies, but at the core of it, we, I think we sit down and communicate more about those types of things than like, I think my parents did or his parents did. And we're trying to break certain cycles, but sometimes both of us look at each other and it's like, how do they not have the common sense to understand that they need lunch money every day? They're going to have to go to school and eat food yet. It's 827. You have to be at the bus stop at 830. And you're asking me for money right now because you don't and you don't have a lunch packed. So I was like, so you're just going to not eat today. If I didn't write you this check, you were just going to be like, well, no food. Like, I'm definitely never going to be in a situation where I'm not going to get me some lunch. But their brains work so differently than ours. It comes with time. Like everything my parents used to tell me when I was a kid makes sense now. But back then, my thoughts were elsewhere. Like it just wasn't a priority to me. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes we're just lost in this. We're just lost in this parenting thing and we're looking at our kids and it's like we don't speak the same language and you're trying to explain to them like you can't wait. You can't wait until 827. And you know what my dad would say? Don't give him a check. Let him go to school and be hungry. Then what about getting everything ready remember. the night before? Do what? Every, what about like going through a checklist each night before bed and getting everything ready together? I just, I feel like my kids are old enough that they shouldn't, like we, sh- like you should know if you want lunch. You're, you're 15. Yeah. So this is what he says to me yesterday. This is what my brainchild says to me yesterday. He's like, I really like that um, broccoli and cheese soup that you got. I said, good, take it for lunch. Use the thermos I bought and take it for lunch. He said, I'm going to do that tomorrow because I really liked that soup. I said, great. He comes home. I see him open the thermos and pour out the soup. (gasps) I said, why did you just throw away that broccoli and cheese soup? That soup was expensive. (laughs) He said. Really expensive. 
I got to school and I had my thermos and my soup. I didn't have a spoon. (laughs) I said, I'm sorry, what? He said, well, I didn't have a spoon and I didn't want to use the spoons in the cafeteria because of COVID. So drinking it. I said, you, I said, you, you could have drank it. Yeah. You could have taken the spoon and if you were that concerned, gone to a bathroom, which you weren't because that's a bullshit answer. Right. Because if I let you, if I told you you could go to school and lick that cheerleader you like, oh my you God. sure as shit would be licking that cheerleader and wouldn't be worried Whoa. one second about COVID. You could have sure. gone into the bathroom and washed that spoon. It was something else. It was like pizza day or something and he didn't realize it. Well, but what whatever it was, he wasn't giving me the whole story, right? But he threw out my damn soup. That was right. Panera brand from the cold case at Publix. Ooh. It's like eight bucks a pop. It's $9.69. $9. There you go. And I was like, that. first of all, that was my soup. And I gave it to you. And then you come home with some nonsense about how you didn't have a spoon. And you couldn't figure out how to eat said soup. To me, right. zero common sense. Or you're just a lie bagger and you don't want to tell me the real reason. But, like, I'm annoyed. Yeah, I understand. I can't really because my and kids Brian are And Brian goes, young. that's not true. The schools have that, that thing that's a fork and a spoon. <laughs> he said, it's in the plastic wrap. And you go to the cafeteria and it's a fork and a spoon. And he said, you can eat your soup with that. I said, thank yeah, you, that- Brian. It's called a spork. And yes, he could. Wait, this was Brian? No, this was Matthias. Brian was telling him he could have eaten it with a damn spork. Right, right, right. So that's all I have about that. I just think common sense is like non-existent. I'm really looking forward to the teenage years. I can't wait. (laughs) I can't. We just signed him up for driver's ed and he's getting ready for his learner's permit. (sighs) I I just got a sticker that said student driver on board. I feel like I was just in driver's ed. Yeah. Myself. I'm not kidding. I feel like I was just in class. I could see it like it was yesterday. The teacher would let us go to McDonald's and then he got in charge in trouble for doing weird stuff with kids. Oh oh. my gosh. (laughs) Where did this go? (laughs) I took it. I just remembered this, (laughs) but yeah, he didn't try it with me because I was a big kid. I would have punched him. He knows that people called me China in high school, like the wrestler. Oh, okay. I remember her. R.I.P. Is she dead? She dead. Okay. She died. I did. She dead. I did not know she passed away. She did. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, driver's had a good time. I still think I'm a kid. Wait, wait, wait a minute. It's just registering here for me. He took food yesterday, came and threw it out in front of you, and then asked you for money for food today, and you gave it to him? I have this sinus infection. And I'm not thinking clearly. And so I just walked in and wrote a check. Well, what would the alternative be? Make a sandwich. Take a, take a bunch was, of crackers. At that point, uh, I was pinned then, because there was three minutes until he needed to be at the bus. Right. Those three minutes are his problem, not yours. Right. But as a mom, I'm, I don't want my kid to He's not He's not have starving. Lunch. This is where we differ. See? This is where we differ. And it's hard because- I like, think it's good to have a little bit of both, a little bit of compassion and a little bit of- Iron fist meeting somewhere in the middle because my love gets in the way of discipline sometimes. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I got pe- there's people in the comments. Dave is right. Look, it's fine. I'm not. I, I'm definitely. Dave always likes to say to me, you never apologize. You never say you're wrong. And that's total bullshit because I'm wrong a lot. 
and I cop to being wrong. Um, Start pointing it out. That's what I do. I just admitted I was wrong. Write that down, please. Yeah. Like maybe every time. But I, I, I'm not saying that I was right in that instance. I'm just saying that's what I did because as a mom, I didn't want my kid to to go a whole day without eating. Because yesterday he came home, he ate a plate of spaghetti and a pizza pocket after throwing out the Panera bread soup because he didn't eat and he was starving. And I was like, you're an idiot, but I don't want you to be hungry. He's still my idiot. Right. I get it. You know? Yep. So it's, it's tough. It's all tough. (laughs) Deja. Yeah. I know lots of kids, lots of kids don't take lunch in high school. I think it definitely becomes a thing that's very uncool or whatever, but I used to put this kid um, in a headlock so that he'd give me a dollar so I could buy a bagel. <laughs> Poor guy. Angelo, if you're listening, that's my bad. <laughs> I know he won't starve. I know he won't starve. I know he won't starve, guys. All Say right. it again. I know. I know, I know. All right. Meredith and I are going to go sleep for years. Mm. Our sinus infections. Mm. But um, hey, make sure that you join us next week, okay, for another episode of Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents hosted by two struggling moms who have no idea idea what what we're doing. doing. We'll see you next week, guys. We love you. Okay, bye. Bye.